0: Welcome back, everyone. This is Discussing Comics, and it is the first Discussing Comics of 2019. And considering the fact last year, first episode of 2018, first episode of Discussing Comics, was the most anticipated movies of 2018, it just kind of felt right for the first episode of 2019 to be the most anticipated comics i mean excuse me movies of 2019 and who makes that list none other than sergio from reality breach sergio welcome back hi Happy New Year. It's, it's How are you? It's good to be back. Uh, I'm, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Looking forward to a lot of great movies this year. Me too. But you know what? I, I realized something that I did very badly wrong in 2018. You wanna, and do you want to know what that was?
1: Uh, let me guess. Um, you, what movie did you go to that was a nightmare? No,
0: I actually didn't <laughs> have anything to do with a movie. You were only on one episode last year. That's
1: what I did oh, wrong. Wow. Oh, well, that's okay. So, I like I'm, I'm, I'm much more a movie guy than I am a comics guy. So so it makes sense. Yeah, but it doesn't really because I'll tell you why. Because
0: there are so many freaking movies that are all about comic books. So we're going to correct that for 2019. How about that? Okay, I'm going to hold you to that. All right, good deal. Please do. And please please follow <laughs> up with me and make sure that the old man doesn't uh forget about it. So, <laughs> <laughs> well well, according to my list here, we're going to have 13 chances. Yeah, and second chances, uh, as and I'm wondering if on 2020 we may still be talking about coming this year a couple of these movies. So (laughs) for anyone listening, I'm not doing a spoiler warning tonight, and the reason for it is I'm going to tell you exactly where you need to go to find this list, and you can read about it along while you're listening to this podcast. Go to realitybreach.com. And check out the written version of this podcast where you can check out all the movies, as many trailers that are currently available. You can check out the trailers, too. So, again, that is realitybreached.com. So, if I remember correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong, Sergio, the way you do this list is you basically don't rank from the perspective of what you like the most,
1: you take it from the perspective of what's coming out. When is it, am I right there? Yes, it is. It is a chronological list, uh, starting with, uh, January and working its way to December. So, uh, as you can imagine the movies that come out next December, we don't really have that many trailers for. Um, but I do just wanted to kind of give an overview of what the year looks like. Cool Cobain. cool beans. So let me ask you a question for anyone that
0: may be new to the podcast that does not know why you started this list. Tell me, what made you decide to come up with this list at the beginning of the year? Because you've been doing this for three or four years now, right? Yeah, this is year number three. Year number three.
1: So uh, three years ago, what made you decide, hey, I'm going to make this list? Uh Well, in a nutshell, uh <laughs> uh Reality Breach kind of started as a video game podcast. But over the years, it kind of just morphed its way into covering just general, the, the general studies version of a, a nerd podcast, right? Right. And a lot of that has – we cover a lot of movies. We cover basically all of the the the, the MCU stuff. Uh, anytime we watch an X-Men movie and have enough people who want to complain about it, we cover that. <laughs> so it just made sense to me to, 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 to not only map out our podcast schedule but also map out what we're looking forward to. You know, here, here's what we're looking at. Watch it so you can be abreast of what we're going to talk about.
0: Ah, Cobain's. Cobain's. So the first one up that we've only got one that is on the list from January, the first one up on the 18th of 2019, Glass.
1: How did it make the list? Uh, it made the list because of Split. Uh, I I don't know. Are you, how familiar with Split or are you? Okay. Well, I will tell you this from watching
0: the trailer. I watched, uh, Unbreakable back in the day and I remember thinking it was good. And I've never watched it, but one time I thought it was good while I was watching it. I did not see glass, but I will tell you that, I mean, excuse me, I did not see, uh, what was the second one? Uh split split. I did not see it, but I will tell you from watching the trailer that you had posted on the site, I definitely want to go see this movie now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I like you, I've only seen unbreakable once. I'm probably going to check it out before I watch glass, uh, just to kind of refamiliarize myself with Mr. Glass. Um, but the the one thing like M. M, M. Night Shyamalan, the 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 writer director of of this film, um, he has quite a history of making bizarre, risk filled movies, right? Right. And he is kind of uh like he's built a lore with these previous two movies that no one really saw coming. So to to see the payoff finally happen in a movie that brings Bruce Willis and and Sam Jackson and James McAvoy. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say Professor, Professor X, Xavier. but sure. That works too. Um <clears throat> to see to see all that come together and knowing that anything is on the table with M night Shyamalan, that that's why it made the list. Cool. Cool.
0: Well, it is definitely in the out there category, but I think yeah. sometimes, you know, out there is good and it's comic book related. So that 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 in itself is kind of cool and i'm actually curious to find out are these people really crazy or is there something else going on so uh <laughs> as you said it will no doubt at least be interesting so that yes i can't wait for that yes watch
1: split just just for me to you watch split it's amazing
0: cool cool well the next one coming up on the uh february the 8th goes in the completely opposite direction <laughs> from weird to happily entertaining and a children's uh type of family so what is the
1: movie that's coming out on february the 8th it'd be a, the lego movie 2 the second part which i think is a really funny way to name that movie like you, it's you're basically saying two twice like, yes the lego movie 2 the second part doesn't make any sense but it is completely on brand for that franchise so I'm assuming you saw, quote, unquote, the Lego movie one, the first part. <laughs> yes, yes. I have seen all three of the the, the Lego branded movies. Uh, that includes a Lego Batman movie and the Lego Ninjago movie. And the the, the the first Lego movie really set set a standard. You know, we're going to be as silly as possible while still being a very heartwarming mm. a- and That's been consistent in the three that they've released, and this is a direct continuation of the first Lego movie, which was written and directed by one of my favorite like writer-director pairs, Phil Lord and Chris Miller.
0: And if I remember correctly, when Clarence and I were talking about Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, I think he mentioned that they also had a hand in that fantastic
1: (laughs) movie as well. Yes. Uh, I I don't know which one is which, and I hate that, but one of them wrote it, and one of them directed it. Cool. And they they had help from other people, but yes, they had their hands all over that movie as well.
0: Well, I know that it isn't on the list, and I'm going to deviate just a little bit because I know you guys (laughs) talked about it too. Did you like Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse?
1: Oh, it was amazing. Yes, and spectacular all at the same time. Yes, yes. It, it's possibly the best Spider-Man movie. I'll probably have to watch it a couple more times to to solidify that, but I love that film.
0: Well, I will take it one step further for an animated movie. I think it was one of the most, I, well, I'll say it like this. I can't tell you the last time I sat in a movie watching an animated movie and being marveled, not only at the story but the
1: way it felt like a comic book had come to life yes yes i like if i had never seen a movie that looks like that and at every turn during the the movie i was like oh cool oh that's neat oh i can't believe they did that just visually
0: striking and on top of that, you know the story in itself. For anybody that hasn't gone to see this, you need to go see Spider-Man into the Spider Verse, or rent it, or watch it on whatever streaming service it comes out on when it comes out. This movie is just freaking phenomenal. So yeah, and and I'm I'm going to double down and go. I'm going to say go
1: see it in the theater. Yes, I mean definitely go see it in the theater. Yeah, it's it, it's worth the nine bucks.
0: So is there anything out of The Lego Movie 2, the the second part, that you are expecting? Or is it just family fun that you're just looking forward to?
1: Uh, well, uh, to kind of spoil the end of The Lego Movie 1, uh, at the end of the movie, you find out that the entire movie is being orchestrated by a child playing with his father's Legos. Ah, interesting. And he's created this entire narrative uh, about his dad wanting to build everything to the, the specifications of the directions and the his this the son wanting to uh use his imagination and create his own Lego like creations. And I, I really want that to still be a plot point. Like I, I want I I, I want to know how they weave that into the second part of the Lego movie saga.
0: Hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I remember, you know, I've seen bits and pieces. I've never seen all the movie, you know, from start to finish. But I like how they weave so many different characters from different franchises in there and having them interacting off of each other. That's just cool to me.
1: Yes, yes. And 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 they're always getting new franchises into the Lego world. So who knows what's going to be in this next movie?
0: (laughs) Good, 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 good point. So the next one, I think I'm going to shock you a little bit, because the next one on the list coming up on March the 8th, 2019, I'm actually positively looking forward to seeing this movie. And you want to share what that particular movie is? It's Captain Marvel.
1: Yes, you, Carol a Danvers. Complete about face a complete about-face on the Carol Danvers character. All right. Are you sitting
0: down while we're recording this? i got a question for you. Are you sitting down? Yes, yes. Yesterday, I bought Captain Marvel, the new Captain Marvel number one, and was actually excited to read it. I haven't read it yet because I didn't have time to read last night. But having said that, I bought a Captain Marvel comic book yesterday. And it didn't burn your hands? It did not burn my hand, no. I mean, and I was actually, I promise you, I'm actually excited to read it. Uh, this trailer and the trailers that we've seen make me
1: really excited for this character again. And, and that is a good thing for me. Well, good, good. I, 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 I don't know if my excitement level is 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 quite where you are. Um, I, I don't know nearly as much about you know the source material as you may know. Uh, but the, the the odd thing about this movie is all of the parts are there. You know, it's MCU, it's Nick Fury, it's it, like it's a great actress in um Brie Larson. The, obviously, it's a character that has powers we've never seen in the MCU. It's the Scree, it's the Scrolls, Like, everything is there, but for some reason, these trailers just have not popped for me. Hmm. And it's specifically coming from Brie Larson's performance. I don't know if she's purposely playing it as a soulless being, but it's almost like she's delivering her lines like a – there, there are so many words that I, I, I want to say, but I don't want to be mean – I'm just not convinced yet, is what I'm saying. Okay. She hasn't convinced me that she is Captain Marvel yet, and hopefully she does.
0: Okay. So let me say this, and this is this is sort of spoiler sports, but it's uh spoiler speculation. I'm going to say that either Captain Marvel that is in Captain Marvel, meaning the Carol Danvers character that is in Captain Marvel, or the Carol Danvers character that is in Avengers uh, Endgame is not Carol Danvers. So oh, oh, okay. Well, that that's what my gut tells me. I, I, okay. I, so we'll see if that plays out. Um, tell me if I'm wrong here about something because as you was talking, I was sitting here thinking about Nick Fury being in there and knowing that they are, you know, de aging him electronically with the uh, fact that this is taking place in the what is it, the 90s, I believe. The 90s. Yes. So having said that. Isn't this going to be the most Nick Fury supposedly is going to be in a Marvel movie to date? I mean, I know he's been in some, but he's not that had that big of a role.
1: Um outside of like what what was it? The Winter Soldier? Yeah. You're, I think you're you're kind of right. Um and they're they're playing the, the the like in the trailers they're making it seem as if he is a main character that may not be the case. Mm, good point. We don't know. Good. It really, good it really point. just depends on how much of the story centers around the, you know, extraterrestrial aspect of the character. Right. And how much of the how much of it centers around the, the the shield portion of the, you know, character. Got you.
0: Well, I think that I another thing that I find very interesting, and this will tie into some movies that we will talk about in a moment, is the the alien part of the uh the aliens that are showing up, the bad aliens, the scrolls, Come, I would think, under the banner of being owned as a Fantastic Four character because they are predominantly, and they made their first appearance in Fantastic Four. So I'm wondering if this is part of Marvel slowly starting to assimilate some of the Fox properties back in by having the scrolls appear.
1: Ah, uh, like, it, th- that would be a, like, that's a, that's a great, like, assumption. Like, that, I would jump to that as well. But knowing that this movie's probably been in de- development for Good about four point. years, it was, you know, it's probably started development before that. Uh, I would probably lump this into more of a, um, uh, Scarlet Witch Quicksilver situation where this, the scrolls have cross populated themselves in comic history so much that Disney mm. is comfortable saying no, we're using the scrolls, and this is why. Yes. And they, their lawyers all got in a room and said, "Yeah, that's a good idea."
0: Yes, and and, and to add a little bit of credence to what you just said, the crazy scroll war that happened
1: in the comics did take place in Avengers, so that adds a lot of weight to what you just said. Yeah, there you go. Like it's it's always been a weird gray area, and 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 they've always kind of played nice. But soon they don't have to because they'll own everything. Yeah, they'll
0: own everything. (laughs) So coming up right after, uh, actually April is going to be a busy month because we've got three coming up in April. So first up on the 5th of April, 2019, what (laughs) movie is Captain Marvel? Is Captain Marvel? I was hoping you were going to say that
1: Shazam. Shazam, the other Captain Marvel. What you think? D- about, about them both being out within a month of each other? Well, oh, that is
0: – yeah. Yeah, so like, sure. What do you
1: think about that? That's just bizarre to me. Like I, I watched a really cool discussing comics – or not – was it a video or was it a podcast? You guys covered what the difference is. Yes, we did that.
0: Uh Actually, it's a comic – I mean it's a video as well as a uh, episode. I put those two videos together, the audio into an episode. So they're actually yeah, both. Yeah.
1: That's why I was confused. But yes, yes. So so like the fact that they both were name, named the same and drifted apart and now they're two different characters and blah, 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 blah. And they were always two different characters. It's weird that they have movies coming out within a month of each other. That's weird just across the board. Yes. Regardless, Shazam is obviously a very different character. Oh, yeah. And I, again, I not being a comic book reader, if I were to. Describe Shazam based on what I see in the trailer. I would say it is Superman if he was a boy. Bingo. Like Superman if he was a child who bec- who who could magically become a man. Bingo. And not Superboy
0: that is Superboy that doesn't, you know, have the complete powers of Superman. This is 14-year-old Sergio now becoming a full-blown 30-year-old Sergio with superpowers. Yeah. But still being a fourteen year old kid.
1: Exactly. That's weird. Yeah, but, it is. But but you know what? It, the trailer makes this seem as if they are playing up that that is weird. Yep. It looks like it's gonna be a comedy. Zachary Levi is pretty good at comedy. Uh, DC has a very spotty track record, but this seems fun in a way that they've never done before. Agreed. Agreed. At you, least know, I in, think you know, the, in film.
0: I think the last time they tried to do fun was when Deadpool played, uh, Green Lantern and that movie just didn't kind of go over. But, uh, you know, I did the, you know, I do think he tried to have fun as Hal Jordan, but I just think the premise of Shazam, if they're playing up the fun aspect makes for a lot of awkwardly funny moments. Right. Right. And they've already shown a few of them in the, in, you know, in the trailer. Now here's what I hope. I hope that the trailer you're just talking about isn't all the funny moments. If it is, then that's not
1: good. You're, cr- true, true. But I don't know if if they if they didn't want if they weren't making a funny movie, they would have cast someone different. Good point. Good point. And no. you
0: know what? I think the audience for this movie is not people our age. I mean, it it is, you know, ultimately. But I think they are targeting. The 14, 15, 16, 17-year-old mainly guys that are going to be like, oh, dude, this is so cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it, this is basically DC seeing that Ant-Man worked. Yes. You know, you take a, a C-level character and do something odd in the movie that is different from any of the other movies you're doing. And this could, this could be a huge hit for them. Agreed. If it hits the right audience, this could blow up.
0: Agreed. And maybe that was a good marketing thing. You know, we were talking about, or or you mentioned the two of them coming out so closely. The fact that you and I are talking about Shazam and Captain Marvel being called the same thing for so many years, the fact that we're having that conversation, they're marketing
1: this movie in some ways off of Captain Marvel from Marvel. Oh, yes, yes. Like, And as it gets closer to the release of the movie... I, or I, I really hope there's a Captain Marvel joke in it. There's got to be something. Mm. Oh, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Or, you know, even let's go back even further. Let's talk about, uh, you know, make some kind of end joke about, oh, well, you know, Superman tried to sue me for uh copyright infringement or something like that. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, something. Just to be funny. So this next one on the list, I have a question about because I – remember watching some of one of the older movies, but I don't really remember much about them. I know it's a comic character. I get it. Mm-hmm. And I know that, but tell us about the movie coming out for twelve, twenty nineteen.
1: 2019 Hellboy. Uh It's okay. Uh, the, the original Hellboy movies, movie is the one starring Ron Perlman, uh, in the, the, in the aughts, you know, and was it 2005 and 2009? I think is when they came out. I think somewhere so. around there. Yes. Um, those movies were doing things with comic book movies that other movies were not. They were very tongue in cheek. They understood how silly the source material was, but they still were very self serious. They were able to walk a tightrope and get to their goal without throwing the character under the bus or throwing the story under the bus. Uh, I, I I hold a deep respect for those first two Hellboy movies, just because they got to where they they got to where comic book movies are today much faster and this new one i don't know if it's gonna get it i want it to david harbour looks the part he's really good on stranger things the, again the pieces are there but i'm very worried this like it's a reboot there's no need for it to re- to be a reboot it's it's. i don't know i don't know I, this one this one has me more anxious than anything
0: so do you think this is in some ways possibly suffering from or could suffer from too many Spider-Man and too little time. Uh,
1: I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Cause it has been 10, about 10 years ah, since the okay. last Hellboy movie. So it's not like we're being, uh, you know, a couple overrun. Yeah. yeah. Overrun with Hellboy stuff. It's just at, it, when the golden army was oh, at the end of the golden army, I was like, where does this story go next? I was so excited. Where is it? Where are they going with this? And just to hear that, It's like, hey, we recast Hellboy, and now we're starting over. Mm. that. I'm less excited about that than I was at the end of The Golden Army. Got you. So
0: maybe the – so if if I'm hearing you correctly, the the trepidation is coming more from it's been recast. The main character is more of why are you starting over? Why aren't you continuing? Right, right. Because let's go back to the very first one on your list. I mean – that one was what in two thousand, so that was nineteen years ago. It was, and so you're still continuing something that started in that with the same actors, actually. So yeah, I I definitely see where you're coming from there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like it, I'm. It, it could be an amazing movie. Who knows? You know, but I, I'm almost nervous to see what they've learned from comic book movies since then, and see how they ruin Hellboy because of it. Yeah. Good point. Because those first two movies are so good. They're so good.
0: You know, as you know, I'm sitting here thinking I've read, maybe I've seen uh, bits and pieces of one of the Hellboy movies. And I've read probably half a comic of Hellboy that, you know, he never, for some reason, I think it was the artwork, honestly, in the comics that I never could wrap my head around. And he may be a fantastic character, but I just remember never being able
1: to wrap my head around the artwork for some reason. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I, what I've seen of the the comic artwork is it's very striking, but it's also very it's it's not very welcoming. Yeah, kind of jarring, you know. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. But
0: but 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 you but you are right. It's it it does have a it it's unique, but just a little bit too unique for me, and that's just me, you know. Um, but this next one I'm curious about, because, you know, we've been talking about things that are coming from these big, huge um, companies, you know, we and we've talked about Fox and we've talked about all these others. This one is just a little company that started as a movie company about <laughs> maybe nine, ten years ago. And I'm just curious about how just a ten-year-old um, movie company could produce maybe a blockbuster. So I'm curious as you're thoughts on this next uh, movie coming out on 426 some little you know
1: bitty movie what what's it
0: called but
1: yeah i, I i'm, I'm telling you you know you you, you I, I just don't know you 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 really summed it up you know coming the avengers movies really came from such quaint origins that yeah. to, to see avengers endgame come out this year yeah I hope they can hit this one out of the park because, you know, they've had so many flops. In yeah, the past exactly.
0: You know, I mean, you know, the, the <laughs> bar is set so low for this. But but all jokes aside, Avengers Endgame.
1: I, or have you bought your ticket yet? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I almost don't want to talk about this one because I know that you guys are going to talk about it probably endlessly, right before it comes out and right after it comes out. We're going to talk about it before and after it comes out. The entire internet is going to mull over what's going to happen, what's not going to happen, what happened after it happened. And then they're going to, again, Where then, then the news cycle is going to reset itself, and it's going to be, where does the MCU go from here? This character's dead. What do we do now? Like, we are going to be bludgeoned with avengers news for the next eight months so let me let me
0: ask you a question then in another way how about this so let me pose a question to you considering the fact that this is a movie uh production a movie uh studio that is only 10 years old from the company of marvel going from Selling off all of these properties because they were trying to keep themselves out of bankruptcy. And so they're selling cut character to Universal, selling to Fox, selling to Sony to now having taken these B and C and sometimes D list characters that were still in their stable that they had not sold and built Marvel Studios. Let's, let's just for a second give, I want your thoughts on Marvel Studios. What do you think of Marvel's creation of the studio and how that studio has progressed and kind of what
1: do you think they did right? Uh well what they did right was they, they respected their characters. Uh they uh, they like they they took them to their to their core roots and built stories off of that. They didn't just say oh this is Iron Man, let's make a fun Iron Man story. No, they Marvel knew what Iron Man was. They knew why he was a great character, made a movie about him. Uh, and with that mindset, they went through the stable of the Avengers, you know, one at a time, Incredible Hulk, the Captain America, uh, so on and so forth. And Marvel Studios, the, the, the the film branch of Marvel saved the day. You know, they, they they made their, their, their business so viable that Disney just bought them. Correct. You know, so, so. Not only are these movies great, not only are they wildly successful and and typically crowd pleasing across the board, they propped up their entire business model and also they've been bought by the largest media company on the planet bingo so now barring any kind of weird Disney oversight that it doesn't look like Disney is really worried that much about the event you know the the m c u right. I don't see them slowing down anytime soon. No, you know, Ke- Kevin Feige is still is still at the helm. As long as he's there, I think it's going to be fine. But if he decides to step away, or something comes up and he has to quit, or you know, any anything, I think it's going to be fine as long as he's there. Mm. So I'm going to make a, a and and still this is sticking. You know, not
0: talking about the movies, but sticking to the. Um, actual marvel studios itself i recently started using the um marvel unlimited you know where you can go back and watch i mean watch read their old catalog of you know comics and i started reading fantastic four number one and for the most part some of them i've scanned through but for the most part i actually read them and i'm i read up to like issue 125 i think and having said that there were several times while I was reading that, that I'm picturing in my head, wow, they built the Marvel Cinematic Universe in the same fashion as they built the original Marvel Comics Universe back in the 60s. Yes. And that, to me, they took that same thing that worked in the printed page and just took it to the movies and made it work again. And, and little things like you see uh, Phil Coulson in each of those movies. Uh There was an uh, issue of Fantastic Four where they needed a lawyer. And guess who their lawyer was? Matt Murdock. Uh, of course. You know, but little bitty things like that, that just w- weaved the characters in and out of each other's story. And that's what they did in the movie. So kudos to Marvel. You started something, you had a good end game in sight and, now we got a movie coming out
1: called Endgame. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Like again, there's no reason to talk about Endgame. We all know what the stakes are. We all are highly anticipated. Let's, 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 let's save that energy. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed.
0: And, and we're going to move on to something a little bit lighter in tone, I think on 510 2019. What might that be?
1: <laughs> and I know this one doesn't really fit your uh your your template here on discussing comics, uh, but Detective Pikachu. A- and how did I write? Let's see in the article. What did, what did I, I write? I said uh, oh. uh, go ahead because I've got it here. If you want me to read it, <laughs> does the trailer for Detective Pikachu look like a Nintendo fan's drunken fever dream? Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> because it does. It, like. A year and a half ago, when they said that Ryan Reynolds was going to play Pikachu in a detective Pikachu movie, my initial reaction was, that movie's never coming out. Like, that's never going to happen. That's funny. Funny news story. Ha ha. And then a year and a half later, a trailer pops out, and it's the most adorable Pikachu on the planet. And Deadpool's voice is coming out of his face.
0: And I'll take you one step even farther. This this trailer – uh, was before Aquaman, and I watched that trailer and was
1: like, I wouldn't mind seeing that movie. Yeah, like, just seeing the the Pokemon in, like, real-world scenarios is so jarring, but so funny, that I think it might actually work. Yeah, and it's Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, and it's Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> you know, seriously, because there will be people
0: that will go and see this movie because it's Ryan Reynolds. Right, right. But I, I'm, I'm just telling you, I've watched – I'm telling you, I've watched this, and it was like, I've never played Pokemon ever, but I would go see this movie. It was that darn
1: good. Yeah, yeah. Like, I hope it's great. I really do. Just just because as happy as the trailer made me, I don't want that – I don't want that happiness to be ruined. Agreed. So, So I don't know. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. Again, not a comic thing, but – There are also some more non-comic things coming up later, but we'll get to those. But you know
0: what? Uh, I guarantee (laughs) you, if they're, if they're not comics, there, there's, there's got to be some kind of manga, Pikachu, something. So he's in written (laughs) format in some way. You're right. You're right. So this next one up on the list is something that actually made the artwork. I used an image from this movie as the artwork to episode one of this podcast last year. And I just don't know what to say about it for coming Mm -hmm. out 6-7-2019. So what is coming out 6-7-2019? Okay.
1: Well, Dark Phoenix is supposed to come out on 6-7-2019, Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to come out what last year sometime. Yep. Uh-huh. It got it got pushed, and we even talked about it on the last episode that yep. we did about this. And I, like, I'm 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 done with it almost. Like, yes, yes, I'm looking forward to it. Yes, I'm going to watch it. Yes, I'm going to complain about it. But I'm kind of done. Mm. So I've got
0: two things to say about it. Number one, stay tuned for the most upcoming or uh, most anticipated movies of 2020 when we will talk about dark <laughs> phoenix uh is one thing the other thing is what they really should have done was said hey subscribe to disney plus and one of the first movies you will get is dark phoenix put it on you know put it on your streaming thing after the deal goes through i just don't think this was a good idea to put this in theaters i just think as it's gonna opposed flop.
1: as opposed to what
0: uh, putting it on the the new D- Disney streaming service as, you know, a Disney streaming exclusive. You've got to get Disney Plus streaming service in order to see Dark Phoenix.
1: Ah, mm, there's a movie coming up a little later that I think would fit that a bit, a bit more. Dark Phoenix, he still has one of the most or three of the most bankable movie stars in it. Good point. Right now. Like you can't just sideline a Jennifer Lawrence movie. That 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 doesn't make financial sense.
0: Mm, Good point. And Um, James McAvoy is in the first movie we talked about,
1: so and mm -hmm. that's a big hit that goes further into what you just said. Yeah, and like Michael Fassbender, like Michael Fassbender doesn't make direct to digital movies. Mm, Good point again. You know, it's the the stars are a bit too big for Dark Phoenix to be either canceled or shoved under the rug. But by the time this comes out. Disney will own Fox, and so it, basically Disney got a free movie. Good point. <laughs> so any money they make from it is just – that's just cash on top of whatever they're going to make eventually from the X-Men. I I don't think it's going to be good. I, I haven't been a huge fan of the, the, the X-Men movies past three outside of like – logan and the wolverine you Mm -hmm. know but all these newer x-men branded movies have been meh Yeah, i would agree with you there i I will even go so far as to say i haven't been a fan
0: since the second x-men movie because three was to (laughs) me
1: not a very good movie (laughs) we're we're not going to talk about x-men three no i'm a huge x-men three apologist but that's just me i'm a weirdo (laughs)
0: No, you're not a weirdo. I'm
1: just I'm just the comic book snob that's going. You didn't do it right. So, um yeah. Oh well, they're not going to do this right either. Yeah, They didn't they didn't do it right the first time. They're not going to do it right this time.
0: Well, if I see the bird, uh, if if I if I can at least see uh, the bird of fire similar as I did in Apocalypse, even though Apocalypse was not a good movie, if I can see that bird, see the bird of fire around Jean Grey, I will be happy. So. Low low bar of expectations (laughs) is all I'm saying. So curious about the next one coming out in June on the 14th. What do you think about that one?
1: Tell everybody what that is. The next one on the list is Men in Black International, and I am stoked. Uh, I like the first Men in Black movie is probably in my top ten of all time. Okay. It wasn't until like two years after I saw it that someone tapped me on the shoulder and said, you know, that's based on a comic book, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, really? Cool. All right. Well, when's the second one coming out? Like, I didn't care. It was all about Will Smith and his men in black adventures, right? Gotcha. Well, okay. They, they made him M- in 2 and 3, and both of them w- did not even come close to as good as the first one. Not even close. But the aesthetic, the 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 whole like men in black Operating in secret and erasing people's minds and there being a hint of like creepy to it a little bit of of, of uh, like a horror undertone while also being hyper sci-fi like I just just the, the aesthetic just drips off of the, the screen so any opportunity to see that aesthetic back on screen is great and with Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson working together again and because you know they were both in Thor Ragnarok a wonderfully funny and entertaining movie. I'm hoping lightning can strike twice. You know, one
0: of the things that I took away that I did not know about just uh, seeing – the trailer and just watching a little bit of it, you put in your article and I'm going to read just a little bit of it. It says rather than opting for a full reboot, Sony has created a spinoff story starring the agents in the UK branch of the MIB. This is probably a smart move considering Sony would drop everything and reload the original continuity. If Will Smith expressed interest in returning to his role of Jay, I just think that is brilliant. And I agree with you there that you're setting Thank up you. this secondary parallel branch of the MIB that could, if that becomes popular and he wants to come back, you could have those two meet each other rather than a racing. So I think that's good call and, and, and very brilliant thing to do. Uh, yes. Yes.
1: Like this, this is uh, unlike Hellboy. <laughs> this is what I want them to do with MIB. You know, if you can't continue the, the the Will Smith story, just put that on hold. Tell me more MIB stuff. Like if this leads to a movie in the future with Will Smith and Chris Hemsworth, sign me up.
0: Yes, absolutely, and it may well do. And you know, and that 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 I'm picturing would actually probably have quite a big pull to it because two big stars.
1: Yeah. You know. Yes. Yeah. Two, two big two big stars who are good at comedy.
0: And you know, I'm going to make a. Speculation here. What studio is you, Sony, right? Sony. Yes. Yeah. So, um, what, what properties television wise do you know? And I know I'm putting you on the spot because I don't know. Uh, do, is there any television shows? I'm sure there are that Sony is involved in, not shows, but, uh, networks. Um, I don't think so. Well, where I was trying to go with that is I wouldn't be surprised if there's some type of men in black. International the series if it's really really popular
1: I wouldn't put it past him you know like so. it's that is something that can easily be turned into a series Bingo Bingo Yeah Well and 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 when last thing I want to say No go ahead the director F Gary Gray which is such a awesome name I don't know why I, they might have the perfect person because like not only did he direct the Italian Job straight out of Compton. And the the negotiator, but he also directed Friday. (laughs) Ooh, wow! Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. So so like he's he's got quite an array of uh of movies that he's worked on. This might be what he needs to do. Like this might he he might be who they need to hire. And he also his most recent movie is The Fate of the Furious, which holds uh, like a spot in my heart in a way that you don't know but we'll get to that in a bit
0: yeah it's coming up fairly soon but you know the next one's kind of you know far off you know on 75 2019 so what far
1: off movie might be coming out on seven five, 2019 that is spider-man far from home that's assuming he survives you know avengers endgame ah, who knows but who we're no- not talking about that movie who knows? Who knows? You know, we we who, Peter Parker may not even be in this one.
0: Yeah, it may be uh Peter Parker's uh, clone maybe. <laughs> right, right, right. It's it's just it's skull it's
1: scroll spidey. Yeah.
0: Yeah, or or I I wish Clarence would he, was here. He would know the name of uh Peter Parker's clone because it is like It's Ben Riley, right? Ben Riley, yes. Yeah it, Yeah, this is this is Ben Riley, this is not Peter
1: Parker and Spider Man Far From Home. So I don't know. I don't know. Like this is the first one that we don't have a trailer for. Yeah. Which is going to be weird. I don't know how they market a Spider-Man movie that's supposed to come out three months after Avengers Endgame. Like you can't really start your marketing until after Endgame comes out. Mm, But it's such a big budget movie. They kind of have to like it's it's uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. But you know what? Maybe the um, marketing kicks in full speed in the after credits of endgame oh i hope so that would be cool if that was one of either you know either the midsection or mid you know after credit scene or the end after credit scene is you get a trailer for spider-man far from home as you're going
1: away from avengers uh endgame that would be cool yes 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 and i think it says a lot that we have not said anything about the movie yet Agreed. All we've all we've talked about is how they're going to figure out the marketing and the, the, the character stuff from Avengers Endgame. Like that's how good they are at gluing all this stuff together, bridging gaps, telling stories, leaving characters in strategic places to use them later. Like I just trust them on Far From Home. It's like just just give me a movie. You don't even have to give me a trailer. Don't give me a premise. I trust you. Throw a movie at me. I'm going to watch it.
0: You know, the only thing that I would say that's different is if there was no Sony involved, I would speculate that if the MCU Marvel Studios had complete control, we would know that there's a Spider-Man movie coming out on seven five. But I would go so far as to speculate that we wouldn't know it was called Far From Home because there's too many things to speculate
1: about Far From Home as a title. True, true. Yeah, like the downside. The the downside is Hollywood, like because because what Hollywood is working on is never a secret. We already know who's in the movie. You know, we don't really have any story beats. We have a a rough understanding that it's set blah 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 blah. But we know that what's his name is still in the movie as Spider Man. Right. Exactly. So it's, it's just it's not everything can work on the strict you know monthly production schedule of the comic where. Things can actually be spoiled, or you know, can be kept secret until release date.
0: But you know, even now, we we live in an age now where you will have a comic event coming out on Wednesday, and DC and or Marvel, I know, have done this in the last year and or two, where they will make a press release on Monday morning that such-and-such such is dying in blank-to-blank blank number 55
1: <laughs> coming out this well, Wednesday. Well, that's just to sell comics.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, okay, thank you for spoiling it. <laughs> so this next one up, coming up on 8 twenty nineteen. Uh, you said one of their movies is near and dear to you. So what is this movie, and what – in that past movie
1: was so near and dear Uh, you you know uh, not only is that movie near and dear near the whole series for fast and furious is just near and dear to me because it is so obsessed with itself and it's so over the top and it completely ignores physics and science and continuity logic like the fast and furious franchise is the most bonkers thing you will watch on tv all year and this year we're getting Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. And I, I don't know how familiar anyone is with the Hobbs and Shaw characters. They are the it's The Rock and Jason Statham. Okay, they are basically side characters in the main continuity of Fast and Furious, and they've kind of weaved themselves into the most recent two or three movies uh, as kind of kind of a good guy and a bad guy. Like uh, The Rock plays a cop and Jason Statham plays like a crook, but in Fate of the Furious, they end up having to work together, and they end up saving Vin Diesel's child. Uh, And suddenly, even though Jason Statham's character murdered one of uh, Dominic Toretto is the character's name murdered, um, what is what is that actor's name again? Vin Diesel. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Jason Statham's character murdered vin diesel's friend in a previous movie it doesn't matter now because he saved his daughter like there's so many unanswered questions coming out of that last movie and this Hobbs and shaw are like two great sides of the same coin i can talk a very long time about the fast and furious despite there not being enough story to justify it (laughs) good okay (laughs) uh I just love these stupid movies, and us at Reality Breach have gotten a lot of, uh, we've got a lot of mileage, uh, out of just talking up how dumb and great these movies are. That to leave it off this list, I would be doing me and my viewers a disservice or listeners a disservice. Mm, well, so here's
0: my response to that. Sometimes, and, I'm, and I mean this, and you just said this, so I don't think, uh, you're going to take offense to this so and and, <laughs> and, and 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 please don't but sometimes mindless movies are what we need oh yes
1: yes like y- you're not going to get any type of deep you know life changing revelation from a fast and furious movie but you're going to be really impressed when they blow stuff up
0: yes and again sometimes blow stuff up and uh you know mindless movies are what you need you know yes yes so, because I will be honest, I've not seen all of them. I've seen bits and pieces. I'm a big rock fan, so I've you know definitely seen the ones and parts of that he's in that being said, I've never not enjoyed what I was watching when I watched them and it oh, yeah. is the you know full throttle you know uh action and you know it's 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 that the it is what it is and it, and they're very good at making what it
1: is. <laughs> Yes, yes, and they know what they are. They don't try to pretend to be some deep no, no, it's like, "Hey, you're here to see stuff explode. Sit down, strap in because here we go." And I respect that. And on top of all of that, they had
0: Wonder Woman before she was Wonder Woman. Yes. So, any any um any franchise that has Groot, that has Wonder Woman and has <laughs> The Rock, there's nothing I can say bad about it. Okay? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> i i like how you did that <laughs> you're welcome sir now this next movie that has characters that i hold near and dear to my heart that i have absolutely no uh intent i may go see it but i at this moment have no intent or desire to go see it coming out on 8 twenty nineteen, 2019 which we also talked about last year yep
1: what might that be the new mutants yeah what do you think this year I, like, I was shocked when they moved it, just like I was shocked when they moved Dark Phoenix. But unlike Dark Phoenix, I think there could be a chance that this actually drops down to the Disney streaming service. Okay. The, uh, of the two, this one makes more sense.
0: Yeah. And I don't even know if it is – I mean, it may be good. Don't get me wrong, because I went into Titans – totally anticipating this is going to be a bomb and, and watch Titans coming out of it saying one of the best, um you know, series that I've seen in, if not the best comic book series that I've seen, one of the best comic books. So I may go out if I go see this movie saying one of the best, but from what I've seen, taking characters I know and love, I just don't know what
1: to say. That's all I can say. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're not shy about them like they they were upfront and said this is a horror movie yeah and i don't know anything about the new mutants but i think i know they're not a horror franchise is is am, am i safe saying that you are very safe saying that they are okay. the original
0: junior x-men take 2 you know the the first spin off x-men team of the professors saying oh you guys have been superheroes for quite a while you don't need a teacher anymore but i still want to teach let me go find some new students yeah that's it's, the it's, new it's, it's it's like saved by the bell the new class bingo exactly okay. all right not the horror uh saved by the uh saved by the bell uh sabrina the teenage <laughs> which. <laughs> Take two or whatever. <laughs> Sabrina the teenage new mutants. <laughs> yes, exactly. But no, I, some of my favorite characters, actually one of my favorite characters is, uh, the blonde that is in the uh, trailer that's actually, uh, I think the image of the trailer that's screaming. And I guess since she was a demon sorceress, maybe it's a little bit more horror than I give it credit for, but still not, uh, <laughs> still not you know excited about this one but this yeah. next one yeah. i'm curious I, to see if you're excited for 10 uh, 2019
1: 20- no <laughs> the movie is joker yeah so what do you think i don't i don't even know why this is a thing like why like is 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 the joker character so popular that people actually want an origin story like is, was that on anyone's christmas checklist mm. i
0: got you one even better I don't even know the uh, the origin of the Joker from the comics. Why aren't you trying to tell it in the movies?
1: Yeah, like I th- I thought the allure of the character was that he didn't have an origin. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah, he just kind of appeared out of nowhere to pester Batman.
0: Yep. I mean, and for that matter, if you are a comic book fan and you've been reading DC for any amount of time. Joker's origin has changed as with every pretty much crisis that we've had, we've had a new Joker origin. So, I, I I don't I just don't know how a Joker per se movie could work. A Joker and Harley movie maybe because you could play up the whole Bonnie and Clyde, you know, uh the the dynamic between you know mr j and a puddin and whatever and you know yeah
1: like 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 a like a comic-y natural-born killers yes but but
0: just about him who wants to know how the joker got started and maybe people do but really
1: yeah i it's it's bizarre i have no idea why this movie exists all i all i can say is i hope someone smart made the decision to make it Mm, interesting
0: so we've got two more uh, on the list. And as far as comic book goes, that kind of rounds out our comic book. So I want to ask you a question before we move to the last two. And we've talked several DC, you know, we've talked about DC movies. Mm-hmm. We've talked about non-Marvel DC movies that are comic books. We've talked about Marvel, obviously, comic book yep. movies. So here's my question to you. Marvel has the disadvantage of different companies owning the rights to different characters. On the flip of that, DC is owned by Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers is a studio. They have exclusive rights to all of their characters. Why do you think Marvel is getting with this hodgepodge of character rights? They're, they're getting the right mix. DC owns their whole character base. And in the movies... It's a hit and miss. Why do you think that is?
1: Oh, I, I – hiring practices? Mm, elaborate. <laughs> Good one, but,
0: but, because, but, but you maybe want to know more.
1: Okay. Actually, no. This is one of my ongoing theories about the whole DC universe, and, uh, DC extended universe, and that is Christopher Nolan is a visionary director who made three of the greatest movies in the history of the genre with the Dark Knight trilogy. Okay? Okay. DC thought they could get a get Christopher Nolan quality with a dollar store Christopher Nolan when, <laughs> okay. they, when they hired Zack Snyder.
0: Let me let me interrupt you real quick.
1: I, I had already thought
0: that you were a cool dude. <laughs> your uh your points just like uh z- gazillioned right there with that statement. So just just FYI, but keep going. Well, thank you. Thank You're you. welcome.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. So like they saw the, the success and, and both monetarily and critically that they got with, with the Dark Knight trilogy. And they thought, well, let's just double down and do that with Man of Steel. And by the time they realized that was a mistake, which was pretty much up until the production started on Justice League, they – at, at that point, it was too late to, to, to you know pull back on that. Okay. And that, and now they're, they're, they're just now getting out of that slump. Like Aquaman was pretty cool. Wonder Woman was great. Suicide Squad was a mess, you know, but it was still in that same, th- that movie was still in the same vein of we're going to be dark and brooding and way more serious than those, th- th- those comedy filled Marvel movies. Like they were just so self serious and boring that th- th- they had to learn their lesson to make better movies.
0: Point taken. Okay. So there's st-
1: and, they- and it looks like they still haven't learned their complete lesson a la Joker. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. Who knows? You know, and- they've already come out and said that we're going to make movies that aren't in our continuity, which is going to break a lot of people's brains.
0: Well, you know, maybe we just need to come to the realization we and I'm talking about myself mainly, but, you know, just using myself as an example that DC does something very, very well, which is they have done a fantastic job on the CW creating these characters on the TV that are intertwined, that the stories make sense and the characters crossover a la Marvel. I just said a little bit earlier that, you know, the Titans was out of this world. Maybe DC's niche is television where Marvel does the big screen. Maybe,
1: maybe, maybe. Maybe, maybe. But it, it's, it's also hard to like looking at the TV stuff and looking at the movie stuff. It's, it's easy to say, oh, well, that's the same company. But it's obviously very different people working on the two. OK, cool. Good point.
0: You so, know. All right, so this next one, let's move into the next one in November. And I'm going to give you credit uh, because I am notorious for my puns and trying to be funny. So I'm going to give you credit <laughs> for this next one giving Super Mario Brothers or the Mario Brothers movie a run for its money. So 11-8-2019, what might that be? Sonic the Hedgehog. (laughs) All right. So tell me why you're looking forward to this one. Uh,
1: This this kind of falls into the camp of the Joker. Like, why does this exist? Like, Sonic the Hedgehog is probably top five when it comes to most reverently thought of video game characters. (laughs) Everybody thinks the old Sonic games are great. Like, you put Sonic on a screen and people are like, oh, look, it's Sonic. But a live action Sonic movie starring Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik – Mm-hmm. is playing with fire. Mm. Like th- this, this movie could be the worst thing ever filmed, or it could be something goofy and amazing like Deadpool. Okay. You know, th- there's, I don't see there being a middle ground. Like the, 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 I think the, I would prefer this movie be terrible than boring. <laughs> okay. You know, uh, like, right. I, I would rather go watch a dumpster fire and be like, you know what? You tried Sonic. Good job. <laughs> <ya." laughs> Okay. Then, then me then me be like oh well jim carrey was boring because because then it would be a disappointment okay
0: because i really want to read this and i'm going to read everyone what you say in your um review or your synopsis i should say okay everything about this film sounds like a beautiful train wreck <laughs> my only regret is i don't have a trailer to show you yet with a November release date. We should get a trailer soon. Then and only then can the nightmare truly
1: begin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm telling you, man, like there's no reason for this to exist and that's why I want it to exist so bad.
0: Oh, this is now I'm I can't wait till it actually comes out and You've actually made me curious about a movie that, I, that was not even on my radar in any shape, form or sense <laughs> of the fashion. Oh, well, good. <laughs> we can, we can share this nightmare together. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Nightmare on hedgehog street. baby. who knows? Uh, but this next one, considering the fact that I remember talking with you outside the theater, the night that the last movie came out, episode, Eight came out. I remember sitting or standing out in the cold with you and Clarence and several other people s- talking about episode eight. Now we've got episode nine. And what franchise might that be coming out on 12, 20, 2019?
1: Star Wars. So, what are you thinking? I, 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 don't, I don't know. Like, I, I, I th- personally speaking, I don't know if they're still making star Wars movies for me because okay. the last Jedi rubbed me the wrong way in several different places, not like physically, but you know what I'm talking about. Right. Uh, and I do like that. They're bringing back JJ Abrams because like a level of quality comes with everything that he makes. Agreed. But, at the, but at the same time, the last star Wars movie he made was so safe that upon second viewing it was almost like you were chewing an old piece of gum. It's like, Oh, uh, okay. All right. You, you know, you, this sounds real gross, but you put the gum back in your mouth. The flavor's never as good as it was the first time you put it in there. Okay. So like if he makes another movie that is very safe and very similar to old Star Wars movies, I don't know if it will have the same effect. You know, the last Jedi, I, I did not like a lot of it, but it did some really like gutsy things with the star Wars like franchise. Mm -hmm. So I respect, I respect what it did, but can still objectively not like it. I would rather respect a movie that I don't like than like a movie. I don't respect. Okay. I'm with you. And that's my only fear is that I'm going to like it, but not respect it because it leans so heavily on member berries. Like remember that? Remember, remember this guy Lando's in this one. Remember like, I really hope, I, I want it to be really good. So I'm sitting here
0: thinking, you know, I've seen it twice and watching it in the movies, I was so caught up. And I think I've, I, I think I've mentioned this to you before. I was so caught up in this sense of me being the little kid going and seeing, you know, Empire Strikes Back, going actually. Even though I don't quite remember it quite well, I, I even remember watching at home the notorious Star Wars Thanksgiving or Christmas special or whatever that aired on TV one time. You know, I can, I, I'm that old that I can actually remember that. (laughs) Having said all of that, I watched the last Princess Leia that I thought at the time, not knowing that they had, you know, that she will be in. This one, in some shape, form, or fashion, knowing that Princess Leia that I grew up with was this might be her last movie, so I went into it knowing all that, and some of my liking of that movie came from that history or whatever. And and yes, I was that, just like I probably will be with Lando, seeing the puppet version of Yoda was like, oh, that's the Yoda I know from the you know way back when. That being said, watching it the second time, I was like, "Okay, this movie's really not that good." And I hope they make this one don't don't just disregard everything that that one was because I think that would be a slap in the face to all fans just to completely disregard it. But I do hope they right some of the wrongs, whatever
1: those those wrongs may be, for yes, all fans. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and in 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 a lot of ways, Episode Three righted a lot of the wrongs of its two previous movies. It still wasn't an amazing movie, but objectively speaking, it's better than its previous, you know, its predecessors. I'm hoping this one rounds everything up and puts it on a nice little plate for us. Hmm. And, and, and and then of course they'll announce, you know, Oh, another trilogy coming out in two years. And then, then none of it will matter. Like, yeah, that's my biggest fear that, that now that Disney owns star Wars, they're just become a Star Wars factory that poops out one of these every two years with an episode number on it.
0: And see, I think with Star Wars, one of the things that made Star Wars to me such a, or an event was, yes, you had those original three movies, but you went from 1983, I think to 97, was it before you had the next Star Wars? Yes. So you know what was that? Thirteen years, something like that. Yeah. So thirteen, fourteen years. So I'm with you. You know, I, I, it needs to have a shelf life before you have another. You know, here comes another uh, Star
1: Wars movie. Yeah, yeah. So and I'm fine with the side stories. Like like Hans, uh, like Solo was fine, but th- th- that's probably and actually I would probably prefer them just have side stories for years before diving back into the the you know the the. St- Skywalker lineage, you know, story.
0: Yes, And, you know, if th- this is a big universe, just like Men in Black did with taking up another level of, um, you know, the MIB group, having it in the UK, make it about, I wouldn't mind seeing a new trilogy about characters that we know absolutely nothing about. You know, we've had your fan service of bringing back the originals and you've had the prequels. You know, if they come up with a brand new, never been in comics, never been in whatever that's associated, maybe set it in the future or something. But but then that way it can be completely brand
1: new. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, I, I, I hesitate to use the word reboot, but like a soft reboot, like it's you you know what a star wars movie has it has you know an empire
0: rebels and the force
1: the yeah. force and lightsabers then you put four writers in a room for 2 years have them write something that does not reference the original material at all in that universe bingo yeah yeah i'm on, I, I would watch that yeah I, I
0: would too so i think since that is 12202019 20, 20, and that's the one, last one on your list I have only two other things for you. And the first one is to say thank you for joining me, uh w- actually, one-on-one. Uh This first time you and I on discussing comics or discussing who have been on a podcast ourselves one-on-one. So kudos. Thank you for coming on. Oh, well, you are very welcome. And my second thing is if anyone wanted to learn more about Reality Breached and the other things that fall under the reality breached umbrella what might you tell them about that?
1: Uh, well, the first thing I would say is go to reality Uh There you'll find all of our podcasts, uh, all the ones that are reality breached uh, the podcast. Uh, but we also have some spinoffs call uh, one is the black pocket uh, starring uh, one of our contributors, Robert Morris. Uh, we've got local spotlights. So if you're in the, 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 the Jackson, Mississippi area. We do a lot of local coverage of, you know, businesses and people, uh, of note. Uh, and we just launched a brand new podcast called Shellheads. Uh, it's, it's very much in the vein of a discussing, uh, podcast where we just talk about Ninja Turtles. Cool. All of that is at realitybreach.com or you can check us out on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, we, 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 we dabble on YouTube some, but it's mainly Facebook, Twitter and realitybreach.com. Good deal and for anyone listening you can find all of
0: those links in the show notes uh, on this particular episode. So again Sergio thank you for joining and for anyone listening, you know you can check us out and all these shows under the uh, discussing network banner you can find us at discussingnetwork.com. So you've made me excited for some of these movies. Thank you again. <laughs> You're welcome. (laughs) And and for anyone listening, thank you for joining us. And we will be back next time. You've been listening to The Discussing Network. Find out more at
1: discussingnetwork.com.